Hi, my name is Sokuren, and I'm one of Sokuzan's monks. Sokuzan so freely offers his love to us and his wisdom through these talks, and never asks us for anything in return. If you value what he does and what he is, and want them to continue, please visit our donate page at sokukoji.org. Thank you. So the title of the talk, and please ask me questions about this. The title of the talk is more about gratitude. I know I've talked about gratitude before, so I thought that would help move it away. So if you went in, and but you won't, but it doesn't matter. So don't do what I just, what you just thought I said. You might want to do what I actually said. There's a big difference there. Have you noticed how you can listen to somebody and then, because we, the ego does not like to be in the dark. It wants to have plenty of light. It doesn't give a, a damn most of the time where it comes from as long as it's something. Well, if you're eight years old, you probably need a pat on the back. But if you're an adult and you need something, it's pretty childish. Not to say that you're not hungry. Look closely at your mind. That's what you're here to do. You're not here to be a Buddhist or join Buddhism. I don't care what you do. But if you come this way, don't leave. Unless you have to. And if you do have to, come and talk to me about it. And then I'll give you my whatever blessing. I'll say, go, well, go do that. I just have a student right now that has been a student for quite a while and is wanting to leave. Not a good idea to do that by email. <clears throat> not a, a good idea to do it at all. But if you need to, I'm not going to stop you or talk you out of it. Go back and join Silva Mind Control or S Training or some other teacher. Go ahead. That's what you need to do. But if you ask me, I would say don't do anything. If you're here, continue to practice until this falls over or the whole building falls over. It does not matter what happens. What matters is your intention. It's so powerful. Your intention is, it doesn't, it, it just, the intention is, it goes wherever situationally using dependent origination, it is fundamentally needed if it's not propelled by the grasping, rejecting, and shutting down of ego. If it's just happening out of consciousness, that's what you're training yourself to do here. You will not get a credential. A robe is not a credential. It might look like it. It might look like it as a reminder. What you're here to do, save all beings, put others before yourself. And what is that? It's a big challenge because you get no feedback if that's what you're doing. So gratitude to just, I can go through the things that I've talked about before. Just grateful uh, to have a precious human birth. You cannot generate this. You didn't decide to come here. In the way we commonly think, well, I think I'm going to be a born in Arizona, but during the rainy season, right? Arizona has a rainy season. But I, you, you, there's some, some decisiveness happening there, but not in the way you think. It's more in the way you don't think. Precious human birth. Gratitude for that. That you're actually here. You have nerve endings. Consciousness has nerve endings that keeps trying to, that, that uh, hope and fear tries to turn into somebody who has nerve endings rather than the actual situation, which is without a self, without another. 
the duality you're looking at is the illusion. This will not go away. Suddenly everything is an illusion, like you're tripping on acid or something. It's worse than that. If you want to find out what's going on here, go back to the first noble truth. The Buddha said that. And then he thought, well, I better explain it a little bit. But life is suffering. That's all you need to think about. Reflect on life is suffering. This is not nihilism. It's not pessimism. It just sucks. The nerve endings everywhere. And the older you get, or possibly it happens before you're 12, you start to have physical pains of different kinds. And then some of those show up as a mental anguish or anxiety. And I'm saying to you now as with as much emphasis as I can, be grateful for those feelings. Be grateful that you are alive enough to even receive feelings at all. That you can actually hear, smell, taste, touch, see. Even Sanho sees, maybe better than the rest of us. So nerve, uh, nerve endings are not limited to just their particular function. Hearing just hears. No, hearing sees, smells, tastes, touch, thinks. Hearing doesn't literally think in the way the thought process does, but there's a lot going on there that is uh, that is aligned with that which is producing thoughts or receiving thoughts might be a better way of saying it. This is so complicated from the point of view of dependent origination, you can't really explain it. So therefore, what do I do? I turn in, tune into what that looks like and endeavor to convert as much as I can of what I'm seeing, what I'm receiving, that I have intense gratitude for into words that possibly may help you to what, train your mind. You have to see it yourself. There's no, there's no propaganda other than, I don't know, train your mind. But you don't have to do it with me. You can do it with somebody else, someone else. Find somebody. If, you, if this doesn't make any sense or if you can't align yourself with this, something is wrong or too much of this, too much, then go do something else. Unless you're a monk or unless you're wearing a rock suit, then you should come and talk to me first before you do anything else. And what will I do? I'll let, I'll release you. You might think I would try to make you stay here. I'm not interested in results. What am I interested in? From the relative point of view, intention, the intention to do something. And what is that? See the truth. See it yourself. The Buddhism has no corner on the truth. There are no corners in truth. It does not exist. If it exists, it's going away. It's relative. But if it non-exists, which is kind of a traditional way of talking about this, it's, it non-exists. So the ego can, tries to find some kind of a handle or lever or button in that area where it can still participate the self-centeredness. There is a participation this has been called participation mystique because if there's a participation that doesn't hold up in, the, in, a, in a relative uh, in, the, in that kind of a courtroom. So how, how can I even see that? How could you see it? What, what am I telling you that I can't promise you about? You know. You already know this. Wisdom is not something you gain. It's something you... Uncover the Buddha in the palm of your hand is a famous example of teachers in past centuries trying to say, this is, this is how close you are to it. The Buddha in the palm of your hand. 
the jewel in the rubbish heap. You have to see that. And what I'm saying is turn to that dark area in your mind, which will show up if you look at a wall for a while. Sit down, hold still, sit symmetrical. All of that senses are open. The attitude is just see what's there. Proceed. You don't even need to shrug like I just did. You may, de you may need to do this for a long time. You may need to find a wall, which is easy to find here. Find a space where nothing is happening. Excuse yourself from your relationship dynamic, whether it may be a child. They'll understand perhaps better than you might think. I need to go and uh, meditate. <coughs> I need to go and train my mind. It'd be a good train my mind to see what is true. And how do you do that? You train your mind to. <coughs> it's like an explorer. You're looking at a, at a woods, at tree bark and at branches and limbs, and dark areas and lighter areas, patches of sunlight coming through the trees. You're seeing that, and and that you can be fooled by those patches. And then we think, well, that must be it because that's so bright and that's so green and that's so, so, so. Don't be fooled. Don't be seduced by the glow of the, 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 uh, the appearance of harmony, the appearance of balance, the appearance, the appearance. This is all relative statements about something that you have to actually see it. And it's not a seeing with the eyes or the nose, tongue. It's not, it's a complete receiving. So that's why the training that I'm promoting or encouraging you to do is to, is with the consciousness itself. It's not about believing in the five skandhas or the, or the, 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 the five skandhas are not real or that using the concepts to grasp onto something that helps secure you on the path. No, I'm saying go into that yourself. Do it a lot. Do it at home. Do it at the monastery. Do it on Zoom with other people who are sitting in what we referred to as real time. Sit down, you look, and there's another person that is in the same time that you're in, even if you're living uh, across the ocean somewhere, as several people are. There's not much, there's not much that that is at the basis. But when you sit down and look at the wall, that's the basis. And then you or me or any of us might continue to cover up with thoughts, what's commonly called discursive thought, just this and that. Is there subconscious gossip with the, was the word that Trungpa Rinpoche would use. It's just jabberwocky going on on some level about this. And if you watch it or listen to it, it makes a little bit of relative sense and a little bit of nonsense and a little bit of wasting your time or what am I thinking about that for? As soon as you say, why am I thinking that? You've just covered up the very thing that you're trying to understand. Don't ask questions. But be, what, transcendentally nosy about everything. So that if you ask questions, you get a response. You buy into. You buy, just like if I say, please ask me questions. Uh, you're not really buying into the relativity because I'm not functioning out of that, nor am I ignoring it. Therefore, when you ask me a question, I, I don't think things up. I don't even think about the response. It just starts to come out. Not because I'm so special, maybe the other way around, because I'm nobody. And so are you. You just don't know it yet. Especially if you're having any kind of grasping, any kind of opinion, any kind of pushing, pulling, shoving, whether it's happening uh, with mental processes, uh, backed up by thought processes, by analysis, by logic. And anything like that is actually is like a 
reinforcement to that part of the consciousness that shows up as a self, as somebody who's succeeding, somebody who's failing, somebody who doesn't have a clue. All of those, all of those support a self that needs to be fixed or addressed or made better or covered up or on and on. Gratitude, 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 grateful. One of the, the when people have a lot of difficulty with something that's just a, um, extremely painful or bothersome, or what, sometimes I might recommend a teaching I heard from somewhere. I don't think I made it up, but I have, these days I don't know what is made up and what isn't. But thank you very much. I have no complaints whatsoever. And right in the midst of you know you do have complaints, but you just can't find anybody that's going to listen to them. You're tired of your own complaining mind. So thank you very much. You're just turning it around. It's like an internal Kong Lin that doesn't go out and reach into the, uh, try to pull in, uh, uh, ghosts. Don't, don't reach for ghosts. And I'm not against Tong Lin, but just make sure you have a really good teacher there. Don't do it just free form. If your consciousness is porous, you can invite in energy that you are not ready to work with. How do I know that? I don't know it. I don't have to know it. I'm looking at it. It's like, how do you know you have a cup of coffee? I don't. The coffee knows. The cup knows. That sound knows. <clears throat> Ultimate nature has no reference point. There's not even, there's not even a reference. There's a, a situational reference to the body. I drank some coffee. But you, you are so, you have no location anymore. There's no location of here. Not that, that my body and yours too isn't in pain sometimes. And then you're drawn back. You need to pay attention to this. First noble truth is right here. How you feel. So receive that. Be grateful for that. That you can even feel anything. Be grateful for it. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you for the teacher. Thank you for the teaching. Thank you for an, a community that is not focused on getting your, it's not a cult, not trying to get your money, not trying to get control of you. And anything that happens here that may look like control, if you see it here, it is with permission from the person. You might say, anybody might say, well, if the person's a little crazy, then you can manipulate them. Yeah, you could. That's not happening. Let me have some questions. Yeah, some. Ross from Dublin asks, is the seeing always there below the grasping and chatter? So as I understand your question, I'm going to, I am going to respond this way. <clears throat> it is the grasping and the chatter, not below it. It's not, you don't get that. You don't get that kind of help from ultimate truth. Ultimate truth is the shithole in the ground. Ultimate truth is the suffering. You have to see it. You have to see it. Just don't go to war with yourself or with anyone. Any somebody you see that's causing you grief or do whatever they're doing, you, you, this is a hell of a misunderstanding. That is the Buddha screaming at you, probably, because that's the only thing that can wake, wake you up. Anything that occurs, if you're a student, anything that occurs is a teaching. If you're, if you're, if you're completely a student, anything that the teacher says is a teaching. Anything the teacher does is a teaching. It's not that the teacher, because of 
his or her or their, uh, what they're dealing with, with their even being a teacher or even being awake, maybe completely awake, maybe not completely awake, maybe partially awake enough that they think they can teach. Not a good idea. If you think you can teach, don't do it. Don't teach unless you absolutely have to, unless you're forced into it. What do I mean by that? I'm saying causes and conditions will come and put you in that situation. And then you'll see, like, people will ask you to teach, but that's not always validation. That might be so that you can see that you're not really ready to teach yet. Because you get up there and, uh-oh. Probably wouldn't say, uh-oh. Hey, one more. I have another one over here. Is that from Dublin? Who is it? You? Go ahead. Oh, Devon, can you go to gratitude too quickly? Um. <clears throat> you could. If you're, cover, if you're trying to live up to to being a grateful person, is that what you're asking about? Yeah, you can. Yeah, you do that all the time. Don't you? Do you? You're asking about it. Do you, do you go to gratitude too quickly? That's why I'm asking the question. I feel like I stay with whatever shows up, but then I do go to gratitude. Okay, just look at it. That that would be easier. I want to say easier. Would be better knowing you pretty well. I would say uh, consider that, but don't don't use your the conclusion of going to gratitude too quickly because that's also a cover up. This crap is always backing right into ego's territory, and ego loves to have that. More. Kayan Bowing, my question was similar in wondering how we work with gratitude without abandoning the suffering for a God realm, Bowing. It's very difficult to see, but it's no praise, no blame. There's nothing is, no one thing needs praise or even gets praise, and no one thing uh, gets the blame. So use those concepts to help you, give you a little bit of a substrate underneath what it is you're trying to, to work with there. Uh, if you can rephrase that qu question or paraphrase it in some way, I probably can take it in another direction that isn't just no praise, no blame. I, there's another area that's swirling around there. Help me find it. Ask me. How can I be grateful without trying to make a story out of gratitude? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so uh, it looks like there's too much energy or not enough energy in the intention and too much in that searching to see if you're being grateful or not. There's a little ego is trying to make sure that I'm, I am grateful. I am really being more grateful. I'm surrendering myself to the, to the guru or whatever word teacher teaching. So uh, it, it seems to be the difficult area to look into is the intention because it's like a black hole. You know, it's just like darkness, like, like you know, can't I can't see why would I stay here I can't I'm getting no reference points at all so and that is a good question don't maintain that return to it return to the wall return to the awareness and then and then the part of the situation is to watch your attention fade not watch your attention hang on and be really really aware so you're really aware of everything it's to watch the failure of it this is this, this is a way, personal way, of tuning into the first noble truth. Life of suffering 
it's really hard. It's hard for you, hard for me. The whole world is just tearing itself apart in different ways, and it's doing it in slow motion. It's like watching an avalanche. So you, it, it may feel good to the ego to get, get in there and donate yourself to the avalanche. I will help stop the avalanche. Don't be heroic. If you want to be heroic, then uh, receive whatever rises. Intend to t intend use these teachings to intend to see what this is, see the truth yourself. If you see what it is, you don't have any doubt because it is that incredible, and it is that forceful, and it is that invisible, and it has no mark, and it has no identity because it's ultimate. It's ultimate. Even that tr term ultimate just is still has a kind of grasping quality. Well, what what is ultimate? But like I was saying to the the question from the, the gentleman in Dublin, what was his name? Ross, Ross uh, responded that what we're looking for is right in the darkness. Because if you take a couple of concepts and think about this for a moment, reflect on it. Non-dual, if there's not two things anywhere, then everything would have to be the Buddha. Everything would have to be the truth, awakening. And, and not all humans... Not all bits of consciousness that is showing up as a human manifestation are going to see this. And I'm not condemning anybody to anything, but probably going down. When I say going down, I'm not, the Christian word for that is you're going to hell. <laughs> but uh, it's, uh, it's not that bad over here. It's just you disappear. You go to sleep forever. Is there a forever? Do you go to sleep? I don't know. I'm just putting that out there for y'all. Yes. Jeez, I'm I have a question about using slogans. Um, For instance, life is suffering. When you say that, it helps me look at it. <laughs> I've heard some of your students kind of regurgitate it to almost pacify somebody's negativity. What is what is suffering itself? When you say life is suffering, what is the suffering, and is that something that we can see about? And it's, uh, it's personalized. Uh, I, I highly recommend that you don't regurgitate anything. You don't, I mean, if, if it just comes out of you, then that might be a little bit different than having an intention to try to help someone by quoting anyone, by using some kind of a slogan to cover it up. It might be better to, if you want to help someone, you see that that slogan might apply to them, but they need to see it. And not necessarily as you, reminding them of it or, or hiding out from your own suffering by using that slogan. Um, go back to your question. I'm missing part of the what you're asking about. I'm wondering about the how to include intelligence with what you're saying. How to include intelligence with gratitude without it. Well, I'm just grateful that I feel like shit. Um, what's the intelligence that we can include as we Don't practice? say that. You don't have to say those words. Just, just have uh, receive, receive, receive. And if you're producing anything, it's just the intention, and that's it's hard to maintain because you don't have a dot on the wall, you don't have a mantra, you don't have a, you don't have a, you don't have a. All you have is just the darkness of not knowing what this is and what's next, if there is a next. Please don't stop. Please keep going. Slogans, telling somebody a slogan. We encourage people to 
use slogans. I use it. I just used one. Go ahead. She's unbowing. Does Bodhisattva activity necessitate Buddhist concepts? Bowing. I think we need the, the concepts to, because it's a, you're looking at an emptiness teaching. Uh, this is to other interpretations. This is like nihilism or something going, you know, it's just a wrong. It shouldn't be that way. We need to be emphasizing good, good and the relative things. And then a lot of us so-called spiritual paths are doing that. They are not incorrect. They're working with it as best they can with the people who teach it as best they can. We're not doing that here. We're, we're looking at the teachings of the Buddha as, I, as they're understood by this person. More? She is unbowing. What is the generosity that shows up in our negativity? Like, in what way does negativity, is negativity generous towards us? It's very generous towards us if you receive it. It's like, if you, it's like, it's not, you can actually receive a gift even though uh, it doesn't smell very good. Just receive, receive everything, receive everything in this world. This doesn't mean put up with anybody's bullshit. Because I've gone into that several times. If you if you're there and you're practicing and your intention is to see the truth and your your intention is to help other people without without meddling with them or manipulating them or correcting someone who's who's especially someone who is a uh, a sangha member or a fellow uh, practitioner who is you can see if you look at them talk to them they're probably working with with the, the, their understanding of their mind and of the truth and of, of the Buddhist teachings as well as they can at any given time. So just meet them in that rather than correct them or tell them to, um, I don't know what this one that you thought of, be with all things or whatever it may be, <laughs> all those slogans. And those are meant to help us, but they're not, as Coben said to me many years ago, uh, you don't, you don't take the precepts, you observe them. So that was hard to hear from him because I wanted him to like me. Go ahead. Chies unbowing. Is receiving our negativity something that we can recognize? Bowing. Yes, it just, there's no special mark or there's no special. Um, indication that we're doing that, but whatever feeling arises in your mind stream, just receive it. Just feel, have the, the feeling. You don't have to perpetuate it or look around so you can feel bad. But if the emotions or the feelings, and they may, there all, may be several different kinds of thoughts that are attendant on that feeling that are kind of supporting it, just look at them. If you just watch whatever is relatively supporting anything else, it won't last. It can't because of the when I say because, it's because of the understanding that comes with seeing that everything that arises is going down. The most horrible feeling, but it, it will persist if you fiddle with it or fight with it or blame someone. It will stay there and give you grief, possibly for lifetimes. But now, now is the time. You're here. You're listening to these words. Train your mind. Get to the wall as much. The mo of all the activity, and I'm also about talking to the teacher as we're doing here, listening to the teacher as we're doing here, listening to the Dharma, hopefully that's being presented. When I say hopefully, um, I'm doing what I can, with it, as I understand it. And and also Sangha, look at all the community we have here, of uh, 60, 60, 70 people, maybe something, 60, 
but but it's not a lot, but everyone's here. We're looking at this together, and you're being encouraged to uh, not do what I say, or I'm not here to order you around. I'm not going to function like a some kind of a mob boss, but I'm just recommending that you train your mind. See what this says yourself so you can see it, and it can take the rest of your life to do that, and it most likely will. Dr. Hirsch. Um, Mark Bowling, you might have just answered this question from Chazan, but is there some sort of lesson I'm supposed to learn from being resentful of somebody? Bowling. <clears throat> As a med- if it would depend on where you're, uh, how you're working with your mind, there are different ways of responding to that, and the way I, just knowing you a little bit, maybe knowing you quite a lot. Uh, I would say don't do anything with it. Just uh, be aware of the resent- resentment and notice the tone of the re- resentment. See if you can get the shape or the texture of the resentment, how that feels. In other words, there's a willingness to feel worse because your your curiosity about what that is, excuse me, is so strong. You're willing to actually feel worse in order to understand more deeply what that is. This is a, this is a, a technical word for that in the teachings is prajna. The, the, the wisdom that begins to see over, see through the polarity of me, what I'm resentment about and who I'm resentful of, the otherness of it. And how the way you do that is to go into the difficulty, not to cover it up or to explain it or to lecture yourself about it. So. Sorry. Sorry. Mark Bowling, I'm, I'm trying not to try to make it go away, <laughs> but, uh, today's a, my anniversary and I, I caught oh, sight of somebody. Happy I anniversary. Somebody. <laughs> I caught sight of somebody and I just felt it rise up in me. And yeah. Thank you. So I mean, you just, thank you. And be grateful, coming back to the gratitude, be, have gratitude that the raw form of the negativity can come right in with the story. It might be falling right behind how you were treated or what somebody did to you. That's okay. That can come in too. But first feel the raw energy, the scrapiness of it in your mind stream, it hurts. It is the first noble truth as close as you're going to get to it until you finally are not separate from the first noble truth. And that's when there's no more personhood. It's, you're gone. You're, you've vanished. Um, but yeah, you've gone, you've gone nowhere. The reason I use the word vanished is because you see that you're no longer real. Who, who you are is unreal. It has no substance. It has no substantiality as a living being who needs protecting or who needs to be believed or who needs to be a teacher or who needs to be a student. Needs, 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 needs. No demands. They're gone. No demander. But over here, from this point of view, this person lives out of a vow. And that vow is something that was given to me a long time ago, several times. I'm kind of a hard case, so. Mark wrote a book about that, didn't you? The hard case. <laughs> Thank you. One of those. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. I'll give Mark. you a. I'll give you a plug every t- chance I get, Mark. <laughs> Mark writes detective stories, and I think he's written about fifteen of them right now. No, only six. Four and one, and one in the oven. One in the oven. Okay. Good. <laughs> the second one's called Hard Case. Well, the second one's a hard case. Okay, I knew one of them was was uh, that I was copying somebody somewhere. 
<laughs> Thank you, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, bowing. Can we go to gratitude purely without it becoming a manipulation of what we're receiving? Bowing? I, I think that's that's what the uh, you know you're wearing a rock suit, so I assume you do some prostrating to the to the, the three jewels. So that's uh, that's a way of just a. It's just a form that you do it. You do it over and over and over until the, the, the prostrator person, that person disappears. What is being prostrated to disappears. And there's just this. There's just this. You could call that generosity. There's just, there's just, there's just, just compassion, just compassion. Even, even wisdom is, uh, can't be found, but just compassion. And compassion is not, for something else, it's it's just compassion. More. bowing. Uh, can we um, intentionally train um, the ego of to to go to that without trying to twist what we're receiving? Just watch the twisting. Don't 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 particularly go in and try to train ego to do anything. The ego will will be slowly inched out of the room. You could say it that way. On the other hand, that's how it feels to do it. You feel less and less egotistical. You go along until you realize that ego is unreal. So then ego calls, comes rushing back in with its message of, uh, and then you can listen to it. Appreciate your craziness. Don't have to believe anything. Don't believe anything. Don't disbelieve anything. Don't ignore anything. It's not an accomplishment. If it is, then we're back to believing something. More? Um, how do we go to gratitude uh, when we're receiving um, without it being an accomplishment? Well, it, it won't be because you will not get any feedback for your gratitude. It will be no, you're welcome. If there is, suspicious. That's why if you offer something to a teacher, it's unlikely the teacher will say thank you. They may. Depends on who you are. If you really need a thanks, they're probably going to say thanks. But if you don't, you just give it. It's like giving it. This is this comes back to the, that same image of the the the, the you're going into the darkness. You're going, you're giving something, and it's and it's going away. So rather than something coming back, oh, thank you so much. There's no person there anymore. Oh, you may not see a response, so it won't be won't confirm you, won't confirm what you're doing. feels like you might need to have a different teacher because this teacher isn't nice enough or isn't, doesn't, it doesn't really understand me very well. doesn't pay enough attention to me. Is that you? Um, how do we go to gratitude and not give ourselves that pat on the back? Just, just look at the need for a pat on the back. Get rid of anything. Just just notice that you, you want a little bit of that attention. And if you'll notice, your teacher does give you quite a few. So that means you're kind of not really gone very far in the path. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> the rest of you that don't get, you don't get any gratitude from me at all are pretty accomplished. <laughs> It, it's an interesting area, though, where you can actually look at when you do something for someone, if there's kind of this feeling, well, aren't you going to say thanks or 
It's a, it's a very interesting area, not that you have to function in a particular way. It's always, as I said, hundreds of times, thousands of times, it is about the awareness of this, not about what it is. It's just the awareness of it. Because eventually, if you keep going, you're going to transcend all forms. You're going to transcend every form, the human form, the thought form. Transcend, which means go go beyond. But not exactly go beyond. That's a relative word that talks about it. What it actually is, is you're not separate from anything. You begin to see it. You see it. And that receiving happens for a while until you are what, you're, what you've been looking at. And then it all comes back to, uh, as it says in the 10 oxerting pictures, the, the, the old monk comes back into the market marketplace and has a lot of candy for children. I think that's what happens, isn't it? Is that actual candy? You've read about that, haven't you? I'm not going to let you out of this. <laughs> Do you know about that story? I didn't know about the candy. I made that up. I thought it would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a further question? Yes. Well, Devon, you said that it's important to give into the void, to physically, or like Donna to the teacher. Yes. To give into the void. What do you mean by that? Donna? Just a, you're not, not looking for any response. You're just going to give. Not, I mean, even though, um, I don't know if Susan is here today, but I'll check and see. Susan, 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 Susan. Susan. There's not Susan um, Hurtfield. She's not here. But she kind of suggested that a while back that we, we ask uh, that we show gratitude for everyone for helping us, but that also we ask to so I thought that was a pretty good idea. Uh, so I've been doing some of that. But it's a relative situation we have. Where we're, we're, that's why I say don't go, even though you see that the world is coming apart, don't rush into the middle of the, of the landslide. You may appear like a hero to yourself or to others, but, you know, that's a mess in there. And, and there's no intelligence happening here. Find an area where you can actually work, work with the negativity. And where? Not this old man, but... You sit down. You're not asked to believe anything, join anything. There are no dues other than we, we need help. Sit down, hold still, look at the wall, which is, is a way in which you can see the mind come and go and come and go. And just observe it. And notice that that which observe, observes the coming and going or the movement does not do anything. Space doesn't do anything. And you're slowly changing your allegiance over from what arises is good and what you want to get rid of is bad. You're changing over from that over to, uh, and it's not an allegiance, because that's about otherness, allegiance, or dismissing something, getting rid of something. You're actually returning to your original nature, which is uh, a void. This is a relevant way, way of talking about it. It's not void of anything. It's not separate from anything. Yes, sir? How do we work with gratitude if we don't feel gratitude? That's how you work with it. Exactly. If you're able to ask that question, then this uh, this uh, Dharma talk is works for you. Uh, just just look at that. Don't change it. Don't try to be artificially thankful. But, but look at just observe that. No, notice how you, you don't actually feel that way. See if there are any uh, pockets of resistance there that could be looked at more closely. You're an attorney. You should be very very good at doing that. When you, and, and do that for a length of time, and then go back to just receiving. Actually do some investigation on the cushion. Not much. Two or three minutes. 
and then go back to just receiving the color of the wall, the feeling of your butt on the cushion, how your clothes feel, the temperature in the room, the humidity, the hunger or lack of hunger, any of the other things that can show up in the mind stream as objects in the mind or in the sense fields. Just observe and then spend some time going in and looking right at the, you know, no. my words, not yours, but you might have some words that are different than mine. So you really feel gratitude for anything. Don't feel grateful. So at some point you could look at what you have that you have not asked for, that you just take for granted. Your fingers. Look at your hand. Look at the back of your hand. And then look at the palm of your hand. This is the this is the mudra here, not this one. This is the mudra. Just receive, 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 receive everything. This incredibly generous situation we're in called the human realm. Because it may not last. It may get dumped right into hell or really horrible misery, or you may get elevated, so to speak, into some kind of heaven where you uh, where everything looks great, but it's not but it's because it turns around into crap again. More? Probably not. <laughs> yes, sir. Shoto bowing. When, when we're not feeling grateful, what is it to practice gratitude? <clears throat> well, like I was saying to Andy, was, was just be aware, just be aware of that. Don't be not fixating on it. But just look at look at that. If you look at anything uh, without pushing on it, look at anything without pulling on it. There's aggression and passion. And look at anything without distracting yourself away. Just look at it. It it will if it's arising, it will do one of several things. And one is um, come apart. You'll start to see the pieces or parts of that. Just like looking at a person, you eventually see the five skandhas form, feeling. Perception, thinking process, concept, or, and then consciousness to the six sense fields and their objects. To see that all at once, that makes up what appears to be a, a living being going through the six realms. Is there an intention with gratitude, knowing? Yes, the intention is to be grateful. You're, everything is happening here. I, I, we have not asked for any of it. We did not ask for this uh, uh, skin color or this sexual orientation. Uh, we, we didn't ask that we know of, but here we are. And we're doing our best to understand what this is. If you're in this room, if you're on these screens, then have some curiosity or mind. You have, you're well favored in the sense that you're not full of ideas and opinions and beliefs that you were even raised with. You can look back to what you were told when you were 10 years old and you look back and see that it was just fear-based ideas, beliefs, and opinions. This is a path that is open. I mean, some people practicing Buddhism try to tighten it up into a bunch of rules or vinaya or vinaya. We're not doing that. You're the person asking me the question. What was it? I was asking if there was an intention with gratitude. Yes. See the truth. Even gratitude is just path quality. Eventually, there, there isn't even any gratitude because you're not separate from anything anymore. So therefore, there is there is no fluctuation there unless somebody brings you the fluctuation in the form of their misery. They're being upset. 
or they're being confused. And then you do your best with their permission to, to help them, which probably is going to be, that's from this direction, it would be see the truth, practice. Go ahead. Is receiving the same thing as gratitude? Yes. There's, there's some differences in there, but it would depend on, um, I could say generally, yes. Just receive, 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 give your attention. That's your part of the, of the, uh, whatever they call those things. What do they call those things? Formulas? Now, you give everything your attention and then what you are receiving, you're grateful for. For this precious human birth. So that you can actually see what this is yourself. Unless fear comes along or hope comes along and magnetizes you like just watch television. They're always magnetizing you into doing something so they can get your money or get control of you or something. When we're giving to the teacher, are we expressing gratitude? Uh, paying the bills. What do you mean? Divine, you said for us here to physically uh, um, giving you dana no. is important. Some of that needs to happen, you know, in order to keep this situation going. So, what is it you want to know? I was wondering if the if that gesture or standing in front of the teacher uh, is uh, a way to generate, I guess, gratitude. Yes. Repetition. Everyone's working with that in a different way. And this teacher endeavors to meet each person where they're at and wherever they're at in their life and their relationships, help them help people where they're at rather than try to get all the people who are monks here to mind me uh, like I'm some kind of a dictator or something. Sir? In that idea of generating something, what, what is, what is it to generate something as a student if everything's dependently arisen? Well, until you see that, uh, there's going to be the illusion of otherness, and we need to use that illusion in order to, to practice, in order to get to the wall, in order to get to book study, in order to, to give the teaching person the benefit of the doubt, even though it's confusing what they're even trying to say. Give Dogen the benefit of the doubt. We can't talk to him. He's locked into the 13th century, it looks like. More about that? So is the the generation just a relative appearance of something? Oh yeah, it's, this is all relative, 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 relative. Hakaran, you have a question. Hakaran bowing. Um, I have two questions. Does does gratitude create karma? Everything uh, creates karma as a action means action. So anything that is uh, that shows up as some kind of an item or some kind of phenomena uh, is going to uh, affect everything around it. So yes, 
including your self-centeredness, your narcissism that maybe maybe hiding out where you're just and you, you have a higher understanding called your Buddha nature that is telling you you need to be grateful, but your ego mind is saying I don't feel grateful at all. So it's kind of a uh, kind of an existential disagreement going on there. And of course, the, the if you this is the reason for receiving precepts, for receiving vows, for observing vows, vowing to be with all things. This is a pain in the butt to ego. Who wants to do that? Unless it can do idealize it and generate an ego that is being with all things. Well, I just try to be with all things. Well, I know you're really upset with me, but I spent all last night doing Tonglen for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that kind of crap. You're going to tell somebody that you're generating Maitri Bhavana just for you. I just did that for you because I'm so, I'm just so lacking in self-centeredness, whereas you were just full of yourself. You march around like a peacock. I see how the way you act. Sound familiar to anybody? <laughs> how do I know about that? How do I know about that? I've done it. Oh, I've done it. I'm doing I'm doing it. I'm, I've not stopped any of that. Please don't look for results. My response to that is a waste of time. It's not that the results won't show up in some way, but they take you in more circles called samsara. Transcend this world. Transcend it. If anything happens, that's not transcendence. It is not an experience. It is not. It's, it's worse than that. It's complete obliteration of the otherness, of the selfness, in terms of it being real. It is not obliteration of it in terms of it not being there anymore. It's just that it's an illusion. It's like you realize you're in a hell of a stage play, and you're not in charge. <laughs> there isn't anyone in charge. Yes, sir. With your um, slogan, the, thank you very much, I have no complaints whatsoever. Yes. Um, what makes that so painful when we don't actually feel that way when we say it? Um, have you said that very much? How much have you said it? I, I don't know. hundred times? Maybe. Two hundred? No. You didn't say it enough. It's it's a you're 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 using the intellect and the the concepts and the idea and that statement to go to go in there and go the opposite direction that uh, the self-centeredness wants. So your your you could say your higher insight or your Buddha nature because you're a monk. So you would not ego ego has a part in this. Ego wants to be a monk, but then ego doesn't suddenly starts to realize what that means. It means it has less and less say so about everything. So. So, so, Tarpa, keep going, keep going, keep doing it. Continue, continue. Hakaran, go ahead. Hakaran bowing. My second question is about um, taking no position and how does that have a functionality with gratitude? Yes, uh, but you, you might... Notice how you can't help but take positions. It seems to, needs to st start off that way. The positions or opinions or ideas that you already have that are locked in might take a few years of looking at those, uh, looking at some people, 
maybe all people on some level and with a different description carry some kind of immediacy that is always there that is me. And so anytime you talk or say anything or do anything, your the ego is right there, including himself, herself in that situation. And that and that has to be what? Observed. And the temptation there is to try to stop the ego, to stop feeling self-centered. So it's a, a kind of an existential trap there. And how do you work with that? Sit a lot. Uh, I'm, I can't emphasize this enough. Sit a lot. People here uh, sometimes go into a uh, mozuku just came, came out of a 10-day solitary retreat. And she's planning her next one. Are you? Uh, didn't want to leave that one. Some people get into retreat and can't wait to get out. That would be more my story. And that would be... Uh, Sanho, that's your story? No, that would absolutely be my story. <laughs> <laughs> Even relatively? I don't like myself. No, that sounds terrible. Okay, well, we're going to help you with that. <laughs> you are now living in a monastery, and you are. we're going to put you through the grinder. <laughs> well, not really. You, you do enough of that yourself. We're not going to do that. But you're in a good spot, so glad to help you. Sanho just moved from, where were we at? Oklahoma. Oklahoma. And now he's in, where are we at? Twining Vines. Twining Vines. He's in a really good apartment. Mm-hmm. About 50 paces from the Dundo. Go ahead. Shinji from London it asks, what generates receptivity, openness? So there's different ways of, just to have a general response to it, I say by looking at what is closed. So looking at the closed rather than try to generate openness. There's some practices that do that too. Uh, thank you very much. I have no complaints whatsoever. And bowing, using your body, either prostrate fully, half prostration, full prostration, and say, thank you very much. I have no complaints whatsoever. At the same time, you do have complaints. That would be trying to generate some openness. And then from the point of view of the question, the way the question seems to be asked, I would say just looking looking at what is closed, and that would be a Dharma gate or a Dharma door. More? What, where, where are they? Where are they? On? London. London, Ontario. UK. UK. Yeah, I'm okay. You, you okay? <laughs> okay. Okay. Any? I could take another question. Go ahead. Oh, that's right. Sign on. Did you just <laughs> I like the eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> All right, George <laughs> Go for it. And I wonder, okay. uh, for yes. those of us who our brains are full of complaints, is, yes. there, is there a teaching about gratitude and being full of complaints? So I, I feel that it's a little bit different for everyone, but the way you're asking the question, I would just say uh, stop trying to get rid of the negativity and the complaints and look at the complaints and have gratitude that you can even see them. You're no longer shoving them onto the carpet where you don't even know you have a complaint, but it's manifesting when your relationship with somebody else is not being very considerate of them or being a little bit sarcastic with them. That's the way that stuff sneaks out onto other. It isn't like we are directly blaming someone, but when we talk to somebody, if we're covering up the difficulty uh, with, with whatever concepts or conclusions, uh, then it sneaks out uh, and it goes, uh, it gets in our finger pointing. Uh, so the way to work with that in your situation we can talk further about this uh, in private, but it's just receive the negativity. And at the same time, you can even say something like, 
Thank you very much. I have no complaints whatsoever. At the same time, right in the background, you hear the rumbling of that other part of the consciousness. So we're actually working with what could be called kind of a schizophrenic part of the brain. But if, you, if you're aware that that negativity or that polarity is happening, not exactly schizophrenic. It's actually it's awareness about the duality that is showing up in a way that is controversial and is, uh, uh, is painful. And it looks like it needs to be solved. But the awareness, the, the awareness teaching and the teaching of Shikantala and the teaching the way I present these teachings is just to be aware of it because it, it, it cannot last. If you fight with it, it will, it will get a, a credit. It will get a credential for, for your pushing. It must be something. So it gets to push back. But if you just watch the, the circularity, just watch the merry-go-round and just observe that feeling uh, in your gut, in your heart, in your mind, that spinning. I know you know what I'm talking about. Just look at it. Just receive it. Just feel it. Feel it all the way to your feet. So, yes, receive, receive, receive. Produce as little as possible, but if the production comes out of some kind of irritation or anger or negative thoughts, just watch them. They're like birds flying out of a barn. Don't do anything with them. Just You just hear them flip, flip, flop, 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 flop. Hear the wings beat and, and they don't, it doesn't last if you just receive it. I'm using auditory because I think that might be your favorite uh, work since you have, uh, you have now developed sonar. I, I know that. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. Good. He shook his head yes. Further question? Sano? Not right now. Okay. Thank you. Okay, we should close, I guess, since we're down the, to the edge of the railing. I want to ask you to help us expand, protect, bring energy into this mandala. So if you can go to the website, the donate page, and help us, if you can, if you can. And if you would like to see these teachings continue.